0: In a world full of noise and confusion, it's hard to focus on what's really important. In a culture where religion has become a grab bag of ideas, the precision of language is necessary for the proclamation of truth. This podcast is dedicated to that type of precision. For years I listened to many sources and suggestions and well-meaning people, but now the questions that we have before us need to be answered by Scripture. We live in a day when philosophy has become more important than truth. Even those who are supposedly preaching the gospel of grace seem to be guilty of just being another noise amidst the fodder of temporality. I'm not sure what we'll talk about each day in this podcast, but you can rest assured that as our thoughts and questions continue, we will search the scriptures in order to know the truth. So let's get started. Are you listening? In the last two decades of pastoral ministry, I can honestly tell you that there have been many times where I've decided that I wanted to quit. I really did. I wanted to just throw the towel in and say, let me go out and drive me a tractor, or find me another job, or do something, because ministry at times can be very taxing. But that's true for any type of job or career or calling that you have the main reason that it takes place is because, well, the good news is that we get to work with people, but the bad news <laughs> is that we get to work with people. Ministry is about people. It's not about programs, places, popularity contests, or any types of P-starting words, whatever alliteration you would want to use. Ministry is about serving people. And for the pastor, it is about shepherding people, sometimes who do not want to be shepherded. I mean, after all, who really does want to be driven to the place of seeing that they have a need that only God can fill, that only Christ can answer, that only the Word of God can sustain? But thankfully, in all of the burnout, and I have experienced plenty, in all of the quitting, I've never told anyone when I quit. I never told anyone that I was leaving. I never told anyone that I was just throwing it away, because after just a few hours of prayer, the Lord would give me peace. Stay where you are. Don't do anything else. It's sort of what I came to resolve in my own mind. There's nothing more that I can do, because when God calls us to ministry, He calls us to do only that. Now, of course, we all are ministers. We are all called to teach each other the Scripture and to rightly divide the Word of Truth and to always give a reason for our hope, and the list goes on and on. We are all called to intimately engage with each other in such a way that we are equipping each other and admonishing each other and encouraging each other on to love and good deeds. But for the pastor, sometimes it can be a very lonely place. After all, don't forget that the pastor is human. Believe it or not, we are not some robotic spiritual superhero that God empowers to be able to take the knives of relational discord and the hatred that comes to the world and etc., etc., etc. We, too, have feelings. But that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I'm not here to whine, but I'm here to rejoice. I'm here to say that I want to expressly encourage you especially if you are a pastor or family of a pastor, that the trials will come. And not only will they come, they are really the mainstay of ministry. We are called to continually preach the gospel of grace, continually teach and rebuke and admonish and correct and train in righteousness those whom God has put in our path to shepherd and to teach and to care for, for the sake of their joy and for the sake of their soul. It is just as I've been told this week by a dear brother that I now have, in seasons of pain and suffering and frustration or fatigue, I have the opportunity to actually practice what I preach. That is, I have to remember that the joy that I need and the fire in my bones that I so desperately look for does not come from the circumstances of my life and ministry. It doesn't even come from my children or my beloved wife, but rather it comes straight from the Holy Spirit, God who is Spirit, who speaks to us through His Word, and from His Word I am encouraged. In closing, I want you to realize that the remedy of spiritual fatigue is truly the Scriptures. Doing that which we've been called to do, teaching that which we've been called to teach, Praying for those for whom we've been called to pray. Loving, caring, shepherding. Paul says to the church of Corinth, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he says in verse 58, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, be immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. And that comes on the heels of being reminded that Christ is our victor. He has overcome death. He has overcome sin. He has satisfied the judgment of God. So therefore, in the scheme of it all, what is there to complain about? What is there to run from? Nothing. Let us be immovable by the mighty hand of God. And I pray that this is something that would bless you and encourage you, even if you're not a pastor, even if you're not a pastor's spouse or child, But just as a believer, know that the Lord, that Christ, is your rock.